This episode of Biscuits Buttered is brought to you by The Gambia. Not Gambia, THE Gambia. Just so we don't confuse it with Zambia. It's a beautiful West African country that uh, is tiny, speaks English, majority Muslim. Uh, They would have beautiful beaches if it wasn't for all the trash and poor people and uh, boats all over the... uh, um, beaches, uh, but you'll get used to the dirt streets. You'll get used to the trash everywhere and the buildings that are collapsing in because it's cheap. If you want somewhere to go and visit, that's cheap. If you want to see monkeys and crocodiles and hippos and, and if you want to stay in buildings that don't have doors, only a cloth over the door where the snakes can still enter uh, your house when you're sleeping on a mattress on the floor, visit the Gambia. It's the best place you can go in Africa. It's underrated. Um, you just don't know. You just don't know about the Gambia yet. And, uh, that's why you need to go. You'll have to probably switch planes, uh, five or six times to get to this country because no one ever thinks about it. And um, you're going to love it. You're going to love it once you get there. You're going to get used to the poverty. You're going to stay with an African family. You're going to buy them a bag of rice, and they're going to be extremely grateful. They are going to be extremely grateful uh, for you. So come to the Gambia, where sex tourism is just the newest thing. And you can go. You can get you an African prince. And uh, he'll appropriately peg you. All right. This is the Biscuits Buttered Podcast with uh, Victoria Vandenberg. That's our sponsor, The Gambia. How's everybody doing this week? Um, we, uh, you know, I want to check our first things first on this podcast. I want to check our, um, uh, to see where we are as far as listeners to the podcast. So let's get on here and see. have to check my, I got to get on here and check the analytics page here. Might take me just a second. All right, I'm typing it in now. Hopefully I'll have it up in just a second. So just bear with me, folks. I want to see who all's listening and from where they're listening and and give an update on the progress of this podcast. Now, remember, we are on social media. We're on Facebook, uh, Biscuits Buttered Profile. We're on Twitter, Biscuit Pod. Uh, we're on Podvine. Uh, you can hit me up on uh, uh, Biscuits Buttered at Proton.me. Uh, I hadn't checked it lately. I need to get on there and check it. Um, Twitter's just a fascinating thing. I get on there and there's just so much porn, which I will, I think I'm going to actually play a porn clip on this show because it's like the greatest porn clip ever, but I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'm just saying I got on Twitter just to like promote the podcast. And uh, if you're not a listener of this podcast, this is a podcast just about me and my everyday life. And I just bitch and whine about my life and anything that I've experienced during the week, whether it be a movie or a book or or going on a trip or going to a restaurant. I talk about everything. There's no 
there's no specific thing this podcast is about. It's just about my life and my experiences and how I deal with the world. So, okay, so we're down on listeners, it looks like. Uh, we Oh, we had seven followers last month. Now we only have six followers. Let's see here. Let's see where people are listening. So I'm going to go to the analytics page. I don't know why it's pulling up so weird today. Okay, so we got someone listening in Decatur, Alabama. We've got someone listening in Boardman, Alabama. Lots and lots of downloads in, or excuse me, Boardman. Boardman, Washington, I believe. Uh, very good uh, listener there. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to you in Boardman, Washington. Or some, Sometimes these are off. So I, I don't know if it, they're actually in Boardman, Washington, or whether they're just somewhere near Boardman, Washington. But thank you for listening. I want to thank uh, Brussels, Belgium. For listening uh y'all have been uh really uh <laughs> i've got like three or four solid listeners and uh then the other people i think click and listen to a couple episodes and they're like yeah, i'm tired of it and then they go on about their day uh ashburn wherever ashburn is i, I forgot it seems like i looked that up once and ashburn was in like virginia or somewhere like that uh they listened a lot 23 downloads. Belgium has 25 downloads. Boardman has uh, 34 downloads. Decatur has 44 downloads. Uh, someone in Portland, Oregon. I don't know if that's Portland, Oregon or Portland, Maine. But they have three downloads. Ithaca has been listening. Salon, India. Santa Rosa, California. Hyderabad, India. San Francisco, uh, Bergen, Norway. That's always great. Uh, I love anytime I reach someone like far off, which we actually want to get to later. I've been talking to someone from uh, the uh, the Gambia, and uh, that's the reason I was making fun of it in the first episode. They're our sponsor this week. Um, and we will talk about that later, but let's go through this list. So we got someone from Bergen, Norway listening. We got some one from Accra, Ghana. We got someone from Dublin, Ireland, Mance, Germany. Um, we got, uh, let's see, somebody's texting me. Mance, Germany, Auckland, New Zealand. Hey, New Zealand. Uh, is this how you say it? Worms, Germany? There's a place called Worms in Germany? Surely they pronounce that different. We got somewhere Clayton. Uh, we've got Jakarta, Indonesia, man. I've reached Indonesia. That's exactly uh, the market I want to break into is Indonesia, all these, you know, different types of uh, Asian countries I want to break into. Uh, I plan on retiring to either the Philippines or Vietnam or Thailand. So I've been researching a lot about them lately. So. Uh, maybe Indonesia should be on my, maybe we'll get on YouTube and look up Indonesia videos later because we have fans in Indonesia and Jakarta. So Iowa city, we've got, uh, Kalaki Tbilisi, Georgia, the country of Georgia, uh, Beachwood, uh, some Perkaminaville, am I saying that right? Perkaminaville, Los Angeles, Mountain View, Commerce City, Reno, Greeley, Aberdeen, Mississippi, uh, Port Angeles, Medicine Hat, Canada. I love that I'm reaching the Canadian citizenry. 
we've reached the People's Republic of China, and I just want to give a shout out to Z. Um, I love your country. I think that you're doing a, a great job running it. And uh, I want to be big in China. And um, I think that everything's going fine there. I've never heard of the Uyghurs. I don't know what that's about. I think you're probably on it. I think you're probably handling it just the way it should be handled. So um, I don't think you mistreat your people. I, I think that you, I think the streets are paved in gold in Beijing. And I think that it's because of you, Z, and uh, I hope that uh, you will promote my podcast and, um, and uh, you know, everything will be good there because I love the People's Republic of China and I think that uh, your weird communist capitalist uh, system is just the right way to go. All right, so we've got Wayne, Indiana. We've got Lusaka, Zambia. We're reaching Zambia, man. Um, we had another listener in Indonesia. We've got Auckland, New Zealand, Dewsbury, United Kingdom. And, uh, looks like that's all for us. Let's look and see what else we can pull up on the analytics page to see what all's going on with the, uh, podcast. We'll see what other people are doing. So we'll see what specific episodes y'all are, y'all are into. Because I, I really don't know. Okay. It looks like the most listened to episode is the first episode. And that's probably a bad one. I, I don't remember. Uh, and then, you know, the Frank Fleming Satanic Lemon Party got a lot of vis- listens. Um, oh, the Cuckold's Tale got a lot of listens. Uh, and Satan Takes Hold of Tuscumbia, Alabama got a lot of listens. That's great. Katie Britt endorses the show. All these shows got the most... Um, Got the most um, listens. Uh, Small Town Bullshit and Barbecue got a lot of listens. Well, they need to listen to more of my newer episodes, damn it. That way they can get the good stuff. The the real good stuff. <laughs> that way they know that this is a show that is probably the best show. I'm going to play this clip real quick. Maybe I can get this clip to play. So I seen a clip, a porn clip this week, and it's like the hottest thing ever. Maybe I can, maybe, maybe I might have to go to a freaking, I might have to go to an actual porn site. Let's see here, porn. But they had a clip of it on Twitter and I can't find it. All right, maybe this is it. I didn't want the whole two-minute clip. I wanted just him saying this. Probably have to sit through a ad here. But so I was on Twitter and they were making fun of this guy, and it's like him and he's like squealing and. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Show off that fucking pussy! Come on! Come on! Like he's basically writhing in pleasure. Fuck yeah. What? Fuck yeah. Or step back. Come on. Just like Daddy told you. This is like the hottest yeah. clip Fuck ever. Fuck yeah. Little fucking slut. Yes, sir. Little fucking boy. So basically he oh, starts yeah, just yelling, I'm a faggot, sir. I'm a faggot. I'm a faggot, sir. Daddy. Come on. What did I fucking tell you to say? I'm a faggot, sir. I'm a faggot, sir. I can't hear you. I'm a faggot, sir. Good boy. 
Wake up, pussy. Oh, yeah. He's got a jock strap on. He's just hungry for cock. He's hungry for cock, sir. Is that pussy hungry for daddy's cock? Yes, sir. Oh, Oh. yeah, daddy's cock and daddy's calm. Oh, yes. Yeah, you like the way he filled you up this morning? Yes, sir. Another load, though, don't you? Yes, sir. (laughs) Fuck yes, I need another load in me. This guy should have won an Academy Award. Oh, fuck (laughs) yeah, make you nice and fucking messy. Mm. Make you nice and messy. Fuck yeah. My god. Yeah, come on, reach back and play with that pussy. Reach back and play with that little hole. Yeah, boy. Ooh. I mean, if I wish there was, I guess there is an Academy oh, Award yeah. of Porn. What's it called? AVN? It's already making noise, isn't it? Is it talking to me? Is that pussy talking to me? What the <laughs> fuck is that pussy saying? He's daddy's cock inside. What's that? Needs daddy's cock inside. Why? Oh, I bet it does. Why? Because I'm a fucking faggot, sir. I can't hear you, boy. I'm a fucking faggot, sir. Looking good, tell me. I'm a fucking faggot, sir. Good boy. Good boy. Okay, that's enough of that. But that's like... Good boy. If they're... I guess the AVN Awards are like the, the um, Academy Awards of porn. This man needs... Some kind of trophy or award or recognition for his service. For his service to amateur porn. Because this looks like an amateur video. And that's like the hottest clip I've ever seen in my life. You know, there's a lot of porn. Maybe we could do a whole episode where we just talk about gay porn. Maybe that's, maybe we'll do that one week. We'll just talk about gay porn. But that one, um, my God. The Nobel Peace Prize, maybe. He should have won the Nobel Peace Prize. Because that is the greatest clip ever. I think ever to be done in porn. Well, anyway, moving on. I just wanted to play that for y'all just to have a fucked up... um, Just to have a fucked up moment on the show (laughs) where I play porn. Because that's really what I'm going for with this show is just to... um, Just to like have like crazy fucked up shit and that I see during the week. Uh, for some reason, I used to not want to talk about anything to do with my personal life, but now I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to talk about everything on this. Um, so I wanted to talk about the Gambia. Okay. So I was on uh, a dating app, not really a dating app, a hookup app. And somebody from across the world uh, messaged me on this, uh, we'll, we'll call it a dating app. And I'm like, why the fuck is someone from Gambia, uh, messaging me on this app? Like, I don't even know, I don't even know where that is. You know, I knew it was in Africa, but I was like, but where? So this, uh, 25 year old from, uh, Gam- the Gambia, I want to say Gambia, but not, not to be confused, uh, the Gambia, um, messaged me and is trying to get me to come to Gambia and he messaged me every day and I'm like you know um this is not a place I don't know if I ever want to go <laughs> a very nice young man and uh, seems to really be into me but uh I really just don't uh he got on his phone we we did you know we downloaded a uh, Snapchat and he's like, well, let me show you the environment that I live in. And I don't know. I couldn't even be positive. I'm like, I'm sitting there trying to be positive. But he's like, he takes me outside and it's like dirt. There's trash everywhere. 
he's like showing me the chickens running around and he's like, look across the street, they build windows. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. And, uh, you know, he walks down the street and it's like, Oh, all right. This place looks, um, okay. It'll make you thankful for where you live. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I started doing, uh, research on this place and it's like, they do have stuff that's interesting to see there. You know, you can go and uh, feed the monkeys and uh, you can go, oh, fuck, my foot's bleeding again. Somehow I fucked up my foot and now it's bleeding all over again. Um, God damn it. Well, anyway, so they have hippos, that, but everything is so fucking poor there. I've been watching YouTube videos on it and I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know. But apparently this place has become a place where older women go and hook up with young guys. And it's kind of known for sex tourism now. And I guess that's what the young man's up to. I guess he's trying to get me there to fuck me and get me to buy him a bag of rice. Because apparently that's how you, they don't even want money. They're just like, I just need some rice. I just need some rice. So that's why Gambia is a sponsor of the podcast today because... Gambia, the Gambia, uh, is not really known much. And I just wanted to bring attention that there is a country called the Gambia in Africa. It's an English-speaking country. And um, there's, you know, if you want dirty beaches and dirt streets and, um, you know, he was sending me clips earlier of their like festival and it's like this guy at first i thought it was a guy dressed up as a bear running through the street but i guess it was a lion's head instead of a bear's head and they're like yeah this is fun <laughs> the guy yeah see the see this is basically mardi gras you know you're just a fucking guy in a lion costume running through the street look how much fun we're having and i'm like okay <laughs> okay <laughs> you know and i do feel sorry for this person but uh uh, I do not think that I'm going to be going to Gambia, the Gambia, anytime soon. But uh, it is nice talking. Uh, I don't know why. There's a certain app where they have like, you can see the people that are nearest to you. And then there's a little thing that you click on where you can see globally where people are at. So you get a lot of people on this particular app that I'm not going to mention uh, that'll message you from all over the world i get people from like thailand and just all kinds of crazy i had one someone from um oh fuck it was another african country but i can't was it uganda or ghana somewhere i think it was no it's ghana it was ghana someone messaged me from there but you know i'm like oh you know i i do like especially i like video conferencing i think there's something cool about video conferencing with someone that's like on the other side of the world but um, you know, I, 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 there's definitely places I want to go see over on that side of the world, but, uh, I don't know if I want to go to the Gambia. <laughs> it just, um, looks a little too, a little too much for me. Uh, there is another band that I want to, I, I found a new band this week and this was, I don't know why I was, I've been trying to get laid all week and I've been seeing these uh and this guy 
who I think lives in Indiana, has a band called Bear Lustage. And it's actually a good band. Let me play a clip of it. Of course, you got to sit through a fucking ridiculous ad on Spotify. But this is a guy in uh, Indiana, and he basically mixes music and makes rap and EDM and stuff like that. It's called uh, Bear Lustage. And it's actually good. I was surprised that I just happened to run into this. And um, this fucking stupid app. I need to pay for Spotify where I don't have to sit through all this bullshit. But maybe it'll play something good here in a second. But I just wanted to give a shout out to this band called Bear Lustig. This is called Exotic Code. What you saying? Dance like a hoe? Be in the club dancing. Okay, that's just a little clip of that. I just wanted to draw that out. I thought that was actually a, a little surprise. I listened to that on the way. I have a long drive to work, and I started listening to that um, uh, this week while... Uh, I commute. I have a long, long commute, so I need shit to listen to. So if any of y'all have podcast suggestions or music suggestions or anything like that, uh, please send them to me because I have tons and tons of time in my car. And not only that, when I get into work, I have tons and tons of um, uh, time in my car. Okay, so there is big news this week. Big, big news that I wanted to get to. Um, I don't know how to announce this, but this is like the greatest thing that ever happened. And uh, God bless Twitter for it, the Twitterverse, because we would have never have known. And this explains so much. So this week, uh, I want to announce officially, Conor McGregor, the UFC fighter, legend, maybe the GOAT of, of MMA, uh, uh, is apparently bisexual. Um, he was on Twitter and he liked this, um, page called bro, bro goals AF. So it's like, he liked this, uh, clip of a guy jerking off on bro goals AF on Twitter. So I think that confirms it. And this, you know, I've always thought there was something weird about Connor, like not weird, but you, you know what I mean? Like every time you see him, he's got an erection. And I've seen him like with other guys, and he's always got like a fucking erection around other guys. So Conor McGregor might be gay, y'all. Conor McGregor is part of the LGBTQ plus blue hair community. Um, and I want to welcome him because I want to be Conor McGregor's bae. All right. He can he can beat me up all he wants and hit me all he wants. Uh, I'm just going to ask for more. All right. I think it's... Um, Amazing that he is now uh, basically a gay guy. So uh, I guess by I don't know he's got a wife, but um, I've always thought that he might might swing that way. You know, give him enough cocaine because he definitely is a huge cokehead, and uh, he keeps claiming he's going to come back and fight. But 
I don't really see any reason for him to come back because he's not his head's not in the game. He's been doing too much coke. Uh, lately, he looks like he's been doing steroids. And I just want to see him do movies and um, stuff like that, you know, because he's not, you know, he's getting lit up by people you would never think he would get lit up by when he goes into the, goes to fighting. So he's going to be in Roadhouse. I can't wait for that movie. I think that's going to be a fun movie. Um, And uh, maybe, maybe you'll get him a a boyfriend uh, pretty soon. Um, So... Just wanted to update everyone. Conor McGregor, now a member of the LGBTQ plus blue hair community. Um, there's lots of stuff I wanted to get to on this podcast today. And I'm just, um, I'm drinking tea right now. I've been running around. I got this fucking Gambian texting me on, um, what's this called? Um, Snapchat. I've never used Snapchat until today, but or yesterday where he's showing me all this shit from his country. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It looks, yeah, it looks great there. All right. So, um, I did want to point out another, uh, I live in Alabama and this week, uh, I got on Spotify and I listened to paranormal Alabama and it's basically a guy hadn't, recorded um an episode since um i think like 2020 i don't know did he die i mean did he fucking get covid and die where'd he go you know why did this thing stop you know i wanted to hear more stories of paranormal and ghosts and fucked up shit in alabama and he has like six episodes and you know he's got one where he uh interviews deborah glass he has one of them uh, where he uh, interviews a local ghost hunter who goes out and does investigations on on uh, hauntings of homes. And it is a really good show. They got off to a good start, and then it just ends. He, I guess he just dropped it, but it's still on Spotify if you want to listen to it. Paranormal Alabama. I want this guy to actually get his shit together and fucking uh, continue the podcast. Because this podcast right here, this might be the podcast that I do. The podcast that Victoria Vonenberg does is maybe the worst podcast on the internet. But I keep doing it because I think consistency is important. I think showing up and doing your job and doing it every week, no matter how shit, it doesn't matter if you dial it in. It doesn't matter if you fucking, um, you know, if you're just shit. Just show up. 80% is just showing up. 80% is just showing up. Who said that? Like Woody Allen or somebody? And we all know that he's he's a good guy. Um, so just show up. Do your work. Get your shit together, Paranormal Alabama. We need more episodes. And I'm sure that that uh, gentleman that does that show would not want to listen to this podcast uh, since we range topics of... Uh, fucking Gambians and, uh, watching, uh, gay porn and, um, and, uh, just random horrible movies that I see on the, uh, internet. Um, I do have a couple of movies that I want to talk about. And, uh, the first movie I want to talk about now, I was shit faced when I seen this movie. 
So I'm hoping I can recall everything that I wanted to tell you. I'm uh, chugging sweet tea right now with sweet tea, not with real sugar, because I'm on a diet. Uh, I, I weighed a slim 307 pounds today. I'm, I'm killing it. I'm fucking killing it. I'm looking good. I'm, I'm beautiful. All right. So I watched this, the pale blue eye movie and it has Christian Bale and it has, uh, I forget the name of the actor, but this guy plays Edgar Allan Poe. Yay, Poe. And Edgar Allan Poe, uh, is a cadet at some, basically there's a murder and it's set in the olden days back in the early 1800s. And, um, Edgar Allan Poe is helping Christian Bell solve a murder, but it gets more and more complicated as it goes. And I really enjoyed this movie. I actually really want to rewatch it today because I was uh, very drunk when I watched it. Uh, well, Bert's chili and I don't think that I quite picked up on everything because it kind of it's one of those movies where it kind of like throws you around a little bit and kind of puts you off kilter. And um, I don't want to reveal too many spoilers because I've done so many episodes where I've done like I don't even announce it beforehand and I'll fucking spoil a movie without even realizing that I've spoiled it. Uh, So I don't want to say too much, but if you get the chance, see The Pale Blue Eye. If you like movies like From Hell and these movies that are set in like, you know, the 1800s, this would definitely be um, a movie you would like to see, like gothic tales of horror. And we actually do want to talk about uh, another gothic tale. And uh, let me reach up here and grab it. So my new, I just got a new job at work and I have lots of downtime. So normally I can never get to reading the books I buy. So I have like a huge library of books that I never get around to. But this book I read this week and it's just a, not even a long story. It's 156 pages. It's called Carmilla. And I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Carmilla by Sheridan Lefanu. Now this, I believe this guy was an Irish writer and this is the best book I've read in a while. Uh, It's the cult classic that inspired Dracula. And when you read this, you're going to see a lot of elements of it that are uh, very similar to Dracula. And I think this story, just the setting and the people and the way it's written is uh, very similar to Dracula. And if you're looking for, um, if you're looking for like a Gothic story, uh, and I'll just read the description right here. In an isolated castle deep in the Austrian forest, Laura leads a solitary life with only her ailing father for company. Until one moonlit night, a horse-drawn carriage crashes into view, carrying an unexpected guest the beautiful Carmilla. So begins a feverish friendship between Laura and her mysterious, entrancing companion. But as Carmilla becomes increasingly strange and volatile, prone to eerie nocturnal wanderings, Laura finds herself tormented by the nightmares and growing weaker by the day. 
predating Dracula by 26 years, Carmilla's The Original Vampire Story, steeped in sexual tension and gothic romance. Uh, Sheridan Lefanu, 1814 to 1873, was an Irish writer of gothic tales, mystery novels, and ghost stories, most famous for his novel Uncle Silas. Carmilla was first published in 1872 and was served as an inspiration for countless books, from Bram Stoker's Dracula to Anne Rice's Vampire Goth uh, Chronicles, and a slew of films such as Hammer Horror's Karnstein Trilogy. Well, I didn't even know that. So we're going to have to watch the Karnstein Trilogy because Hammer Horror movies are, are really, really good. Uh, you know, they have movies like uh, The Satanic Rites of Dracula and all these really awesome movies. Um, this guy, uh, this is my new favorite writer. Um, I, I'm going to have to check out uh, some of his works. I think somebody just showed up. So let me pause this for a second. All right, I'm back. Um, so to explain this story, I guess a little better, basically this um, this carrot, you know, there's this lonely girl, Laura, and she's at this big, uh, what they call a schloss. Am I saying they're at a schloss in Austria, which is a huge like castle. And um, basically a carriage um, uh, crashes. And so they take in this girl, but the mother is saying, or well, the presumed mother is saying, oh, she has something she has to attend to. She's going to have to come back to get her. So she leaves the girl because Laura is very, uh, I guess, lonely and doesn't have any friends because she lives out in the middle of nowhere. So this Carmilla girl ends up, um, ends up, you know, staying with them and, um, Basically, you know, it's kind of like a lesbianic type thing between her and um, Laura. You know, she's always telling her how beautiful she is and how how she wants to. She doesn't need a man. She needs, just needs a Laura, you know. <laughs> and everyone in, around is getting sick because, uh, you know, she's a vampire. She's walking around at night, you know. And um, so basically, if you want Dracula only with lesbians and... Uh, yeah, basically Dracula with lesbians and predates Dracula. And I, I think this is the first vampire story. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's fucking amazing. And uh, I've got a... I'll take a picture of the book and put it as the art for the podcast today. Because this really... This uh, writer really... Uh, and I, I'm actually supposed to get on Amazon here in a second and order... I know I had had it pulled up. There was another book I was going to order by him, the Sheridan Lefanu. Uh, let's see. Okay. So there's another book by him on Amazon called Green Tea and Other Weird Stories. So I'm definitely going to order that. It's only $11.95 um, because it's just... He's just a great writer. I just love Victorian era writers because they just, in my opinion, they just write uh, the best. And I learned a new word from this book. And I want to tell you about that. Phantasmagoria. Phantasmagoria. A sequence of real or of imaginary images like those seen in a dream. It's just the best word ever. I got to put that into my lexicon to use when I can. 
Uh, speaking of like horror movie, and apparently they're making a television show out of uh, Friday the 13th, and they're going to call it Crystal Lake, and it's going to be um, on. Uh, it's going to be on um, Peacock. Hold on, let me see if I can pull up this thing right here. Uh, I can't tell when it's supposed to come out. But apparently there's going to be a show on Peacock for Friday the 13th called Crystal Lake. So look it up. There's also another book I looked up. And let's see. They haven't even, I don't know what the fuck happened to Amazon. Like they're really shitty now. Like just all of a sudden they're really shitty. So I tried when I, when I watched Chocolate, um, Judy Dench reads some poetry to her uh, grandson. And the poetry was by Arthur Rimbald. And uh, apparently he was just this really young, drunken, debauched person. And he wrote really crazy poetry. And I'm looking forward to um, uh, getting, um, to actually getting this um, book so I can read some of the poetry on this podcast. (laughs) So Arthur Rimbald. Rimbard, look him up. He's really good. He's a French poet, and uh, um, that's pretty much what I've been looking into. Sorry, I'm kind of uh, stammering, and I've been looking up all this other stuff, and um, I didn't really plan this one out, so bear with me. (laughs) Another book I want is uh, Skinwalkers at the Pentagon, an insider's account of the secret government UFO program. Now, if you get on uh, Spotify or anything, there's a website called Mystery Wire by George Knapp, where he and Jeremy blah, 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 Corbell, I forget his name, uh, talk about all the stuff that's been going on as far as like the government seeing these UFOs. And apparently there, a lot of these UFOs are actually like real. They're real. (laughs) Apparently UFOs are real. And um, the government's now finally like coming around and saying like, oh, yeah, there's actual UFOs and we do not know how to account for them. And apparently I remember watching the testimony in Congress where the guy's like, yeah, we think it can hide whatever these are. We think it can hide its um, propulsion. Basically is what he said. He used a weird terminology for it. But he was saying it it's able to hide its signature. And I guess what he meant by signature is propulsion, which I thought was just like the weirdest thing ever. So hopefully we'll find out more about that. But uh, get on Mystery Wire. Get on um, their podcast because they have good stuff that you can uh, look at um, on there. So. Uh, I do want to talk about a couple of shows. I guess I'm just going to start transitioning to talking about movies and TV shows and everything under the sun. Uh, I watched the first episode of the Mayflower Witches and uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about this show. It kind of sucks. It was just kind of hard to follow. They did it in this weird choppy way. They got really bad actors and it just to me felt thrown together. Now I'm going to keep watching because I like anything Anne Rice. So you know, maybe it'll get better, but the first episode was just seemed like what, what's going on? What the fuck? Why did they film it like this? Why is it 
why did they do it like this? <laughs> you know, doesn't make any sense. So maybe I'll find out more, more about that. Maybe the next episode will be good. I don't know. I'll have to check and see if it's actually up. I've been watching it on a uh, pirated website. So uh, check out the Mayflower Witches. Tell me what you think of it. I, I don't know. Everything I've seen in it, like that main actress that's in it, I forget her name. She's good in other things, but in this, I'm kind of like, I don't know. If you have a bad script and you have bad directing and and other bad actors, like no matter what you do, it's going to be bad. So um, God bless her soul. She's just stuck. <laughs> okay. So I did want to get to talk about a movie and I'm, this is a movie that really fucked me up. So let's pull it up right here. Eh, where'd I have it? Eh, where'd I have it? Eh. All right. I'm just going to have to pull it up because this movie's fucked up. And I meant to record a segment about it earlier in the week just so I wouldn't forget everything because I have like the memory of a goldfish. Um, so there's a movie called The Killing of a Sacred Deer, and it is fucked. Okay, I want to give you a warning. I'm about to tell spoilers, and I'm about to give you a warning on this one. This movie is fucked, okay, and it will fuck with your head. And it's by the director's Yorgos Lanthimos, and he does a lot of, like, insane films. Let me pull up what he's known for, because uh, I know he's done other films that I've liked. Yeah, he did The Favorite. He did Dogtooth, he did The Lobster, stuff like that. He does like really fucked up movies. Well, anyway, The Killing of a Sacred Deer is a fucked up movie. And I, when it first starts, you'll go, oh, this is a bad movie. Because of the way like all the dialogue is and the way the actors are acting. Like when it first starts off, it, it feels like, you know, like NPCs on a game or... or um, like just very robotic, um, autonomous dialogue and robotic people, um, you know, almost like artificially intelligent people, you know, that have no soul talking to each other. But I think this was purposeful because it kind of, um, this, the movie slowly kind of draws you in and, and they become less, you know, the dialogue, like when it starts out, you're just like, man, this is like really bland, weird dialogue. These people don't even really seem human. You know, it's like, what's going on here? But then it slowly, over the course of like over two hours, just kind of ramps up. It comes to a slow bowl <laughs> and it just gets more fucked up and more fucked up and more fucked up the longer it goes. And there's parts of the movie where you're like, okay, for the first whole hour and a half, you're sitting here in this movie wondering what is the point in this movie? What's the plot to this movie? Where's this movie going? Why, why am I even still watching? What, what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, like, I don't even know what this movie's about because when you first start it, you're going to think that something entirely different's going on than what's actually happening. All right. 
So, you know, there's very, it's a very subtle movie. It's a very tricky movie. It's going to make you think things. It's going to put ideas in your head that uh, if you pick up on them, you have to pay close attention that you're like, oh, is this where this is going? I don't know. But then it takes a completely different turn. And you all of a sudden are dealing with a completely different movie than what you thought. And uh, it's one of the best horror movies I've seen in a long time. It came out in 2017, but I've just recently seen it. I mean, and it, you know, like you watch some movies like Hereditary and other movies that kind of fuck with you emotionally. Well, this is one of those movies. <laughs> it fucks with you emotionally. You will be fucked up emotionally when you get done with it. And trust me, at first you'll be like, huh? Nah, nah. But then just keep watching and it, it heats up, comes to a bowl and runs over. I'm telling you, it's a great movie. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And there's a lot of unintentionally kind of funny clips in this movie um, where he's like dragging his son around the hospital. And there, there's another scene where he's like, spinning around with a gun and it, I don't know. I know it wasn't meant to be funny, but uh, it made me funny. And then there's another scene where Colin Farrell is like force feeding the, his kid uh, food. Cause his kid wouldn't eat. And he's like, fucking, fucking eat motherfucker. Um, so uh, a lot, I think Colin Farrell is the most unintentionally funny actor of all times. Cause he has so many scenes where he's doing like, cause he picks all these crazy scripts. He has so many scenes where he's just doing fucked up shit. And it just comes off as, um, it just comes off as really funny. But, uh, let's see here. Let me look for the, uh, the show that, um, let me get on here and look for the show that I was going to say has a lot of unintentional funniness to it. It wasn't meant to be funny. It just was funny. Uh, God damn it. But he's been in a lot of great movies. True Detective. So he was on the second season of True Detective. And there's a scene where he's like beating up this kid's father. And he's like, he shows up and he's like, ass pen. And then he like starts beating up his father. And I don't know, for some reason that was very unintentionally funny for me. Uh, so if you ever get the chance, please watch all the clips of him uh, being uh, ridiculous, being absolutely ridiculous. Um, Scorsese says I need to watch Tar. I seen an article this week where he's saying that Tar is a good movie. Now I tried to start, watching that um one day but it was so pretentious at the first of it that i just was like i can't watch this fucking bullshit i don't want to see this fucking stupid bitch oh she's brilliant we get it she's brilliant you know but maybe i'll have to try to watch tar this weekend and maybe podcast about it next week um let's see something else i was wanting to talk about All right, give me a break. Uh, I'm going to uh, be back in just a moment. Okay, there is one last thing I wanted to talk about. I guess we'll call it a short podcast because I've been very busy and um, I uh, 
didn't really have much to talk about. I, I guess this podcast is going to feel a little rushed because I do have uh, a camping trip tomorrow that I have to get ready for. And I'm actually about to sit down and uh, try to book some uh, airline tickets for another trip that I'm taking. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and um, play this clip and we'll talk about it. I've been, you know, er- I know we spoke earlier about uh, UFOs, but we're going to we're going to talk about UFOs a little more because it's a podcast. You got to talk about conspiracies and UFOs. And this is real though. UFOs are real. And I'm going to play this clip for you right now. If this bitch will play, play bitch. Okay. God damn it. I told you to play you fucking cunt. So I guess the whole podcast is just going to be me yelling at my phone. All right, so let's try to get this to come back up. All right, of course, it's probably going to make me... This is the worst podcast I think I've ever recorded. Um, So I apologize. I apologize for this one. But I'm going to play this clip of CNN. Capitol Hill has been waiting for this report from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, or the ODNI. And what this report found is that there have been more than 300 new sightings of what the government calls UAPs, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or more commonly called UFOs, since the last time that the ODNI put out a report like this back in 2021. Back then, the ODNI could not explain 144 sightings of UAPs. This time, now they can't explain 171 of them. And one part of the report that really stands out is this one. It says that some of these uncharacterized UAPs appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities and require further analysis. So is it advanced U.S. technology? Is it advanced technology from uh, a foreign adversary like perhaps China or Russia? Or is it uh, extraterrestrial in origin or something else entirely? We just don't know. And the U.S. government uh, says that it doesn't know either, or at least it will not say so uh, publicly in this unclassified report. Uh, But they did give some explanations for about 163 of the sightings that have been detailed in this report. And here's how they explain those. The vast majority are either balloons or balloon entities. Uh, A handful were drones. Another handful were what they call uh, airborne clutter, things like birds, weather events, uh, or airborne debris, like plastic bags. So the bottom line here, members of Congress say that this is a step in the right direction to reducing the stigma associated with reporting sightings of UAPs. It's also a step in the right direction to enhancing national security, because remember, uh, a lot of these sightings happen uh, right around military bases or assets. But uh, while it's a step in the right direction, members of Congress say the Pentagon uh, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence still have a long way to go to giving them the answers that they ultimately want. Okay, so just to talk about this, uh, over the past couple of years, our government... God damn it! Thank you for getting up. What the fuck is that? Sorry. <laughs> it kept going. Uh, so basically, over the past couple of years, our government has uh, just come out and admitted that they have... 
videos and evidence of uh, unidentified flying objects uh, or aerial phenomenon, as they call it now. Um, and they, they even spoke in Congress about it, but they're very cagey about it. They don't really come out and fully explain um, everything. They just kind of like give us a little dose of, you know, so there's a lot of images we hadn't seen. There's a lot of videos we hadn't seen. Uh, but I'll, there's some of them that they cannot explain how their the craft propel themselves. They believe that some of the craft have ways of hiding how it propels itself. And uh, now we have, they, they've been trying to increase the reporting through the military and they now have more reports of them that they cannot explain, <laughs> which is really crazy. So they've been denying uh, UFOs for years and now they're like, well, I guess they're, I guess they're true. I guess it's true. I guess there's UFOs. <laughs> So, um, I am, uh, really, um, I mean, I don't know what to believe. I mean, it's really crazy that they're just all of a sudden like, yeah, we, you know, we might have some material from Rex and we might have some things that we're looking into and, um, and, you know, you have a lot of different people trying to explain why they're all of a sudden being honest about it now. And it's really interesting to to hear all the different ideas that people have. Uh, one, one guy that I was listening to on a podcast was saying that, well, they have to be straightforward now because the military industrial complex is wanting the materials and all this different things that they found to, to be able to study and make products out of and make money off of. And I was like, well, that's actually probably the best reasoning for it, but I don't know. What do you believe? Hit me up. Hit me up on uh, Podvine. Hit me up on Biscuits Buttered at Proton.me. Hit me up on my Facebook profile, Biscuits Buttered. Hit me up on the Twitter. The fucking Twitter at BiscuitButtPod. And, uh, you know, I, I've kind of been um, abusing Twitter. Because all I do is, like, look at porn on that now. Because Twitter is just a porn machine. You can find the best porn on Twitter. I don't know why, but like, why would you watch traditional porn from a studio when all these people that have their only fans are just like so much better, so much better when it comes from the individuals instead of the group. <laughs> um, so that's my, um, uh, podcast for this week. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I do feel like I rushed through it real quick and it, I don't, uh, I feel bad about this one. I don't really feel like it was the best podcast. I want to apologize. I don't feel like it was very funny or, or entertaining or I don't even know if it was uh, listenable, you know, was it even something that you could listen to or was it something that you would just turn off real quick? <laughs> But uh, our sponsor for this week is The Gambia, not to be confused with Zambia. It's The Gambia in the title, The Gambia. Look it up. They have dirty, they have a dirty river. They have hippos. They don't have lions and tigers. They hunted all those out. And they have tons of monkeys. So if you ever want to go to The Gambia, just know that you're not going to have clean drinking water. Uh, you're probably not even going to have a shower. Uh, they do have beaches that are filled with trash. 
but the great thing is, is that it's affordable place to retire. So if you're looking for an affordable place to retire, the Gambia or an affordable place to travel. And if you're a 60 year old woman, woman, you've got plenty of hot hung African men ready to pound that vag. All right. Have a good week. And uh, I hope that uh, you come back, tell your friends and listen to me next week. Have a good one.